Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life, as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher, and together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad, related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show. We are so happy that you are choosing to spend some time with us. We love this every week, getting together and just having a little chick chat. And Kel, <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> how are you doing, girl? Um, let's see. Second verse, same as the first. <laughs> I feel like the Groundhog's Day is just happening every single day in this uh, pandemic, hoping that things will start changing soon. On a good note, something that happened that I'm all excited about is that uh, some of the beaches have opened around us, not in my city, uh, but some of the beaches have opened and um, you can't lay on the beach or any of that kind of stuff. But for my son, Ian, he is like a fish out of water right now and hating life that he hasn't been able to surf. So he just got back into the water yesterday and, um, I think the merman in him took over and he was gone <laughs> after finals. He was gone and didn't get home until after dark. So it was like, uh, okay, I think he drowned in the water for a while. But well, yeah. He, so awesome though that he finally got to get back in there. I know that is like such his happy place. It is. And I think with, uh, it, he celebrated his 20th birthday. And so we, um, my parents found the greatest sign about um, being in quarantine and uh, nobody's invited to the party and put yellow hazard tape throughout our entire yard. I couldn't even get out of my garage for the last three days because they had it all blocked. It looked like a crime scene. If we could have had the white paint where you did the silhouette of where the body should be, people were honking or driving by and just stopping like, what the hell has happened here? And then saw the sign and starts, started to laugh and honk their horns. So it was, um, you know what? It was a good birthday. He didn't, you know, there wasn't really a lot of presents. I think there was more food of his special request that the kid was in a stomach coma all weekend long. I, I've, he ate more food and being a type one diabetic and eating as much food as he ate. Did he um, eat carb? Carb kind of food? <laughs> like, uh, let's see. He ate my mom's homemade lasagna. He ate her homemade uh, chocolate oatmeal cookies. I made his... Um, we spiced it up. I make birthday cakes every year, but this year he didn't want an Oreo cookie ice cream cake. He wanted a cappuccino heat. And I, I made a homemade ice cream cake of that with a, a chopped up espresso beans. So we talked really, really fast. It was a great birthday. So we, he ate more food than I've seen him eat. Like the kid had insulin in him like every 
half hour, he was shooting himself with more insulin because he was, but it's not his norm. He is, he is a kick, kick butt diabetic. He manages it unbelievably, except on his birthday weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so that was it. That was our weekend. Um, it was fun. It was, we laid out in the sun a lot. I'm, I'm dark already. It hasn't even hit summer and my skin, it looks really dark already. So I need to stop or I'm going to turn into a leathered old lady. But <laughs> we have had good. beautiful weather. I'm so grateful for beautiful weather. It is amazing what a little sunshine will do for my mood. Like I really, I mean, Oregon, Washington, those are beautiful states. Bend to both. Love them. Don't like the weather. <laughs> well, the weather can be pretty some of the time, but majority of the time, dark clouds and rainy yeah, yeah you and i would never ever no, yeah. no our but oldest we do son make the best of things think of us when we went to uh coeur d'alene we were in idaho and it rained the entire time at this beautiful place and we walked how many miles did we walk each day like we a walked lot. in the room a lot a lot was <laughs> right i think that's actual calculation right there <laughs> We also ate a lot. <laughs> we did. There was good food. There was some good food in Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> I think we have, but every picture we drank a lot too. I think we. <laughs> yeah, it was coffee or wine, <laughs> one or the other. Maybe a little water in there oh, somewhere. I don't know. That? Well, at that Japanese restaurant, we did something and it was really fun. Oh, yeah. The um, sake bombs? That's what it was. Yeah. She needs Sanji. And they hit the table and that's right. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. I like that. Yeah. And and we did not let the weather get to us. But so it was like one, you know, cool weekend. Like I just don't understand how people can have it day in and day out. You know, our oldest son, Tyler, went to Oregon State University, which is in Corvallis, Oregon. And um it rained all the time. And I thought for sure. Tyler would be so over it. He loved it. He never got tired of it, ever. He loved it. To this day, I think he's back here, back here in SoCal, but has a house and is getting married. So pretty sure he's sticking around. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't find a job up in Oregon because I think he would have stayed. He loved it yeah. up there. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think I could live up there. Nope, nope, no. nope. Been very grateful because the sunshine does not disappoint, Cal. No, not at all. Although up where you are, I, I think I've been spoiled now being on the coast mm -hmm. because I walk outside and it was 80 over the weekend and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so hot here. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother is staying at my um, Airbnb type place out in Palm Desert. Mm -hmm. And he, he and his family have been out there for like over a week now. And it was a hundred and five. And I'm like, are you, are you going to die soon? And he's like, is there something I should know about? Like, well, it's a hundred and five. That's, that's in itself. And he's like, but it's a dry heat as he, and, and then the, his funny emojis. I'm like, I don't think I could live. It's gorgeous out there, mm -hmm. but a hundred and five is death to me. So yeah, but you know what else it's killing? It's killing the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else in between. 
it is. Yeah, oh it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I <laughs> well, think we're both happy where we live. So let's let, we'll be joyful. There we are. <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and that's just it. The sunshine does not disappoint, even though life sometimes does, which is kind of our lead in there to oh. what we are moving on to in our discussion for the month of May. And May is a special month, by the way. May is the month that Kelly and I become the same age again. So that's always important. But as of right this moment, you are definitely older than me. Just, I have to add that part. You're right. It's May 6th um, (laughs) when, yeah, when this is aired. And you're right. You are still so much younger than I. So much. Whippersnapper here. (laughs) You little whippersnapper, you. Uh, But May never disappoints (laughs) because by the end... (laughs) You start doing that happy dance, which I don't understand why. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, But we are going to be talking about a negative emotion this month because I think a lot of people are probably experiencing this one a lot lately, and that would be the feeling of disappointment. Have you experienced any disappointments (laughs) since March 18th? Or whenever it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, disappointment. Let me think. Let me, I, I, it'll take me a minute. Let me pause. Uh, way too much. Way too much disappointment. <laughs> Financially, mentally, physically. I mean, I have hit, I've hit the ding, ding, ding bell a few times in the last few months being stuck at home, <laughs> for sure. I think a lot of people have. I think disappointment is an emotion that many of us have experienced. And of course we have the definition. And I would just like to say, I didn't even look up the definition this month. (laughs) Kelly looked it up before I had a chance to. Which is shocking in itself. Like you, you probably, if you did that 23 and me, um, you know, I somehow think Mr. Webster and you have some of the (laughs) same uh, family, like trails going down. You're in, yeah, that's the word. Thanks. I, I was like, a tree? What, it had something to do with a tree. <laughs> I can't think of what I want to say. So thanks. There you go. Genealogy. Yeah. I think, go ahead, Miss Webster. Give us a definition. Of- okay. So I'll read the definition. And I, I think we can all relate to this. Disappointment is a feeling of sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Okay, so you want to hear what the first thing, when you just read that, and I, the first thing I thought of, like, can you picture, like, the, you see this, well, you're married, but I, I'll picture this. So, like, you, you see this really hot guy, and he's gorgeous, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then he talks, and he has a voice like this. <laughs> that would be such a disappointment. Or you kiss somebody, and you're like, so excited for that first kiss or whatever the first thing is. And it's a total letdown that I don't know why. I know we're not even putting that on what we were talking about, but that when you read that, I, that's the first thing. Gosh, I need to get out and meet people. <laughs> you <need> a date. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know what? Uh, this, here's my hope for you. I know we're not talking about hope anymore, but hope is always available. Here's my hope for you. I hope that this podcast, since we're not doing it for any other purpose other than just having fun talking about life and experiences, wouldn't it be cool if somehow you met 
Mr. Dreamy McWonderful through this podcast. Come yes. on, that would be so yeah. cool. That would be uh, that would be perfect. <laughs> My phone number is no, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't give your phone number out. Okay. I'm still gonna be here to help you. I'll guide you. There, Leave there. that phone number <laughs> private. <laughs> Okay. So the next question though, that I have to ask you, it's going to drive you crazy, but I'm going to be very clear how I'm asking it. So we know what disappointment is, but here's my question for you. Okay. What does it feel like? <laughs> uh, it feels the first word that pops to my head is heavy. It feels mm -hmm. like a weight. You're usually like, you know, I'm doing it as I'm talking to you slouch down. Like you just, you're in a funk. It's a heavy feeling. That's where I'm going with that one. Just feeling yeah. yucky. It is a yucky feeling. It is not a pleasurable feeling. I agree with you. It's, it's a deflated feeling like me too. Like if I think about being disappointed, like my shoulders roll forward, my head, you know, drops down, like the, my face relaxes just cause it's not smiling. It's just like, yeah, it is. It's a, I like the word funk. It does feel like a funk. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's not, I'll tell you what it's not. It's <laughs> not what it's not. A, I'm going to tell you what it's not, but I've <laughs> confused it for this many times. It doesn't feel like a grumbling in my stomach telling me that I'm hungry, but for some reason, <laughs> when I'm disappointed, I can find myself in the kitchen, in the pantry. Staring at the refrigerator. refrigerator. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? That happens. That, or you're thirsty. I feel a little parched when I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that's not it either. Oh. No. And I think that that is something that it's taken me such a long time to connect because I would say I am and have tended to be most of my life uh, an emotional eater. So like I'm feeling something. It could be feeling anything, by the way. I could be feeling happy. Ooh, I think that calls for chips and salsa. Celebrate ice cream. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, I just finished something that I've been working on really hard. Time to go get a cookie, right? And I wonder <laughs> if that's like the reward system that we grew up with, like, right? Like yeah. you did great at school and mom's like, hey, that's great. Let's go out for ice cream. Like, I wonder Absolutely. how much of what we of do. That. That, yeah. That's how we were raised. And then picture all the TV shows that like if we watch a funny movie or a, a love story and the girl gets, you know, dumped or cheated on, she's sitting there with the the gallon ice cream and a spoon crying eat watching a sappy movie at home like that is what <laughs> yes. we've seen on tv mm -hmm. that's what our parents did like picture if you got straight a's that wasn't me yeah. but pretend you had straight a's which was you and your mom's <laughs> like let's go celebrate you know some kids got money but a lot of families went out to a, a special dinner or a, you know they, yeah. they rewarded with food or drink or your girlfriends, like you finish something, you know what, we're going to happy hour and you celebrate that. I mean, we're doing it. We're, we've created hard. these monsters. Yeah. It's part of our society. So, and I think the awareness 
is so important. And it's not that it's, it's wrong. Like one of the things that we were talking about is that indulgence is a way of life, at least here in America, where we just have so much abundance of everything. It's easy to indulge in something. And like, I think of ice cream, like you could have a bite of ice cream, right? And enjoy it and savor it and be like, that was great, delicious. And I'm done. Or you one can bite, have the- really one bite. I really can do that. I one really bite? I can. Yeah. What is wrong with you? But don't get one me wrong. Bite. The big old Sunday with three scoops of different flavors, grab some bananas. I think I have some marshmallow fluff. Like, <laughs> right. I could indulge in ice cream too. But here's the thing when I'm done indulging, I don't do that anymore because I feel terrible later. I mean, physically, like I don't feel good. And then there's the mental thing, like, why did I just eat 4,000 calories in one sitting? Like I was stupid. So I beat myself up that way. And then I don't feel good because the sugar is just not, not good. But I think we do this with our emotions too. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 of course we do. I know, um, the, the food part when you did that, I'm going to have to send you this picture of Ian. Um, he ate a half a casserole dish of homemade lasagna in one sitting. And there's a picture of him with an empty plate and his he- he's laying on the table pretty much. And he looks dead. He's not though, I promise. But, and then he went and laid on the carpet and just moaned and groaned because he was so uncomfortable full. And yes. But he didn't regret it. Don't get me wrong. He loved it, every bite of it. But mm-hmm. after the fact, there was no pleasure in it anymore. He was like miserable for probably a good 30 minutes. And I think with our feelings, that's you know part of feeling that disappointment of it lasts. You, we have that process of it keeps lasting longer than it needs to, but we can change that by not letting that happen. Like the control of, wait, I'm done with this. Yep. I, I, I had the bite of ice cream. I would do maybe four or five bites, but not indulging and going head in first and eating the entire Sunday. So I think that option of some people can do one bite. I don't know anybody except my best friend, but other people would probably have a few bites and then tap out. Well, there, and crazy. there are people who can say, there are people who can say, I don't even want one bite. They can be in front of the most delicious ice cream in an ice cream parlor and be like, yep, nope, I'm not going to have any. Well, and, those are and just stupid people. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're really missing out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell you it was one bite of every flavor. Did I mention that? <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe that. Okay. Um, but, and again, not in a judgment sort of way, whether a person says no to ice cream altogether or overindulges in this massive Sunday, it's not about like what is right or what is wrong or that was good or that's bad. And it's the same thing I think with indulging in emotions. It's not good or bad or right or wrong. It's awareness. I think awareness is the key. Like if you're disappointed, Cal, that you've lost literally thousands of dollars in your rental property, uh, I would say being disappointed is a very valid feeling to feel. 
Now, whether or not you're disappointed for five minutes or every day for the past several weeks, it's the first thing you think about and it takes you two hours to get out of the funk because you're just so mad and how this is going to just disrupt your life. It's going to be like, if you continue, and I know you don't do that, and, yeah. and I'm glad you don't, in the sense that if you did, you'd be like Ian on the floor. Right. It'd be too much. Yeah, I totally agree. Nope. I, yep, I was in a funk. I, I let it go. Now I have, you know, my family's out there enjoying it. And to me, I'm, ex- I'm so excited that someone's in there and enjoying playing in the pool and, and loving the house and complimenting me on the house versus oh my gosh, I'm out $30,000. You know, it's not, it's mm-hmm. not who I want to be. I don't want to sit there and be miserable. I, I felt it. Yep, it sucks. But guess what? How many 12 million people have unemployment right now? Pick my battles and move yeah. on. How am I going to make today a good day? So yeah, yeah I won't dwell in that disappointing. Yeah, it is disappointing. You acknowledge it's disappointing. I know you're disappointed. And and you know what it feels like. And the best thing is you're not sitting there eating gallons of ice cream. Like you just know like this, this is disappointment. This is what it feels like. I'm aware of it and I'm not going to go drink and eat and, you know, mask right. it in some other way. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with feeling that downward, heavy, funky, lonely, sad feeling. Like it's not going to hurt us. No. It's not going to hurt us. So... Um, I think body language would be the best thing to really pay attention to and kind of where I think we might want to wrap up this particular episode, um, because I think you can even tell when somebody else is disappointed, right? Like body language shows. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, as teachers, we saw that all the time. Like we could see when kids would come into our classroom if they, you know, if they walk in and they look, you know, in a funk, there's our word again, we would go mm-hmm. up to them. Hey, you okay? You having a, a, a good, okay day? Like that's something, take a look, take a look around us. You can, you can totally tell from body language if someone's having a good day or a crappy day. Definitely. And, and to ask them, I think is one of the kindest things we can do. People want to avoid negativity, but I don't think that that's the job of a human. I think our human experience includes sharing in these feelings. And for me to say to you, Kel, are you totally disappointed about, you know, the loss of what's going on, you know, because you've also lost, lost job opportunities too. And so for me to just ask you about that, how are you feeling about that? It's got to be disappointing. And to have a conversation about it is not a negative thing. It's for me to say, Hey, I see what you must be experiencing. Do you want to talk about it? Like, I think that's the kindest thing we can do. For sure. You, you have to, I mean, that's a lot of people will say, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine you're not owning it. You have to own it. It will, it will help you release it when you own it. So uh, that's a big one of if you know someone's having a crappy day or I mean, just, Hey, how's your day going? You okay? I mean, it, it makes a difference. And especially where we are right now to acknowledge it. If you're zooming with friends and 
someone's like, ah, I don't want to get on. I don't want to get on. Give them a call. Find out why. Like, hey, what's going on? We miss you. Yeah. And I think you hit it on the nose there too, Cal, that we don't want to always just ask, so how are you? Because people are going to be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Instead to say, you know, are you okay? Are you disappointed about the fact that, like, I think as the person asking how somebody is, it is better for us to call it out. Like, you know, how is... How is COVID affecting you in your home? What's disappointing right. you? Like, Absolutely. have real conversations. Don't keep it just shallow. Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks. You? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's our challenge this week. We want all of our wonderful, beautiful, fabulous listeners to please do us a favor and pay attention to all the people around you. Pay attention to body language, what they're saying, because you can hear it. Even Are you laughing statements. right now, people? Are you all laughing? Because I'm laughing in my head going, where am I going to see people? I am I'm with my only kid. That's as far as I'm seeing people or on a walk. <laughs> well, but we are starting to get out a little bit more, even though we're still having yeah. to social distance a little yep, bit. We're going to the beach, but going you- to the beach, doing my walk. I'll, I'll look <laughs> at everybody can- as I walk by. Some some restaurants are opening, movie theaters are opening, people are going back to tennis courts and golf courses. So, um, and on Zoom, I can totally see people on Zoom. And, and so that is the challenge though, pay attention, just pay attention. And when you are at all thinking that somebody may not be doing well, be specific in how you ask them how they're doing and really offer up some love and encouragement. I love that. On that note, we will see you next week, and we will also see you on the socials. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at The Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.